0: Welcome to Pepper Shock Media's Marketing Expedition Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in marketing and advertising. Now here's your host, Ray Allen.
1: Welcome, welcome. This is the Marketing Expedition podcast and webinar series. I'm Ray Allen, President and CEO of Peppershock Media, also an integrative marketing consultant and the marketing boss babe. And today we have a special treat. We have Kirsten Holmberg, Holmberg, who is a public speaker. Public speech coach, right?
0: Public speaking coach.
1: Yep. Public speaking coach. Easy for me to say, right? <laughs> Maybe I should just like oh, say irony. that. The <laughs> irony, right? <laughs> so I wanted to ask you all kinds of questions about what it takes to be a public speaker and how you work with people and coaching them. People like me who need it, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me, tell me a little bit about you and and what got you into this position of being a public speaker coach. Tell me more.
0: Gosh, so about uh, seven years ago or so, two thousand eleven. I re-entered the workforce as a writer and an editor. So I was ghostwriting for people who were subject matter experts but didn't have time to be doing any writing. But then over the coming years, together with my experience as a speaker, which is pushing about two decades now, then I married those two skill sets to enjoy helping people shape their content and their delivery to communicate effectively, this time in an oral spoken form instead of the written ghostwriting
1: aspect. And you have started all kinds of things, um, and you're also, uh, let's see, what did you say, a panelist? Or no, you get to be a judge for TEDx Boise, or what, are you, what is it, on the committee, what are you I'm do? a
0: volunteer. volunteer, my particular role with the planning team is to oversee the speaker selection process. Ah. So I field all of the applications, disseminate that to the rest of the committee, so that we can figure out our next steps with each particular applicant, whether or not we want to continue to hear more from them.
1: Okay, so tell me, what do you look for in a TEDx Boise speaker?
0: Oh, I love that you asked because this <laughs> is one of the biggest misconceptions. Uh-huh. People often think that they have to be a great speaker in order to be selected, and quite the opposite is actually true. So
1: chances are good that maybe I could do this, right? <laughs> okay, okay, I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: we're not actually interested in whether or not somebody's a great speaker. Okay. We have... I get to coach public speakers alongside all of our speakers are coached, whether that's with me or one of the other coaches. And that's because what we believe most in is the idea. Uh, We want to hear a great idea. Those are the principles that TED itself was founded on. Mm -hmm. And the X stands for in TEDx Boise, the X stands for independently organized. So we're Uh
1: licensed by TED, but
0: that means we have to adhere to the guidelines that they've set out. And that's that it's about an idea. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're a great speaker. We'll get you there.
1: And for anybody who doesn't know what TED stands for, what does TED stand for?
0: Technology, entertainment, and design.
1: Okay, so all three things that are amazing to right. talk about and hear about. Right. And I've heard some amazing TEDx. I, I listened to uh, a podcast, and, and it's usually fifteen minutes long mm-hmm. or so to hear each one. But tell me about a particular, uh, m- you know, person that you mentored or coached in, mm-hmm. in when they spoke. Can you share a little bit about that experience? You know, a
0: couple years ago, our now Ada County clerk-elect, Phil McGrain, was one of my clients for TEDx Boise, And Phil's was a great example of somebody who really came with an idea. His idea was food truck voting. I hope that people can (laughs) tap into that. But basically making it as easy to vote early, not on election day, but voting early could be as easy as ordering a burrito from a food truck. And (laughs) so Phil came in with this fantastic idea, some speaking experience, he's not new to that. But really, we got to shape his contact, content uh-huh. in such a way that he was able to deliver it in the most clear and compelling way possible. So it's really neat yeah. to work with him on Some that.
1: so mobile bidding from like a food truck.
0: Yeah. They, <laughs> they basically outfitted uh-huh. a food truck uh-huh. with all of the gear that they needed yeah. to print okay. and store Safely and securely, right? A ballot,
1: nice. And he shared that idea. What a great idea! Isn't that right? a good idea? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. And then, so the TEDx, they're they're recorded and then they're posted to YouTube later, right? right? And so right. people can listen to them. Yeah. The
0: primary audience is the internet. Yeah, right. But we enjoy being able to provide that for our local audience. Right. Being able it sells to showcase, out, right?
1: I mean, it pretty yeah. much sells out every year. Yep. Yeah. And
0: we're at Jump again for the third year running for this coming event. We're celebrating our fifth anniversary, it's neat.
1: And is it every year around the same time?
0: Generally speaking, yes, because we need a long runway. We've already, we do our speaker selection process the summer before a spring event. So Ah. we're doing, we're selecting our speakers and fielding applications in July, August, maybe September for an April or May event. And that's because the speakers that are selected go through five months of speaker coaching. Right,
1: oh wow. And is it like this for other areas who have independent TEDx speaks? You
0: are required, if you are licensed by TED, you are required to support your speakers, Uh, meaning equipping them to give their best talk possible. Now, there isn't always a coach in those areas, so maybe you're doing that remotely. Maybe you're using some of the other resources, but the goal would be. To help very them good. do it the best they very can.
1: Yeah, I have a friend, Kenton Lee, uh, who started the shoe that grows. is also right. a TEDx Boise speaker, and yeah. he's great. We like we liked listening to him, and actually, Rotary is a part of the story. And my Rotary club helped, uh, you know, uh, I would say give him the, the encouragement and motivation to continue on with his right. shoe that grows idea. Yeah, right. yeah, I think it's great. to And hear he did that. a
0: fantastic job. Yeah. I did hear great, his yeah. talk live, and yeah. you can of course see it online. Cool. But I did get to. That's
1: great. See it. So. Um, Speaking of remote coaching, you coach people all over the country, all over the world.
0: All over the world, yeah. Yeah. And it's, I was at first a little bit hesitant about Uh whether or not I could do my job effectively, remotely, and there are some pitfalls to it. I would always, it's way more fun to be in person, isn't it? It's always more fun to be in person. But given the fact that people have schedules, that make it difficult to fit this in, if they've got Mm -hmm. transit time Mm -hmm. or I have transit time, it just cuts into what we can really do. So being able to run those, I do it via Zoom, that happens Mm -hmm. to be my Mm -hmm. application of Mm -hmm. choice, and it lets us interface in a way we can talk about what are their concerns, what's their objective for their talk, what's their main idea that they really need to be sure gets across, and that everything has to fit underneath it. Mm -hmm. And then we can get into things like delivery. That's the stuff that really you need to be on camera for. Mm -hmm. to be able to see how somebody's expressing themselves non-verbally with their face, with their hands, with yeah. their use of space.
1: Yeah, I always yeah, try stuff. to do Zoom with video because then you can yeah. see people's non-verbal communication right. and if they're actually even paying attention or not right. or if they you know, if they have a kind of a questionable look on their face and then you need to know that you need to explain something oh. a little bit further. I love that, yeah. yeah it's it, Zoom's been a great uh, tool for us to use too. It is a great tool yeah.
0: Yeah. and you can record it. So mm-hmm. if I have somebody on the other side of the lens, if yeah. you will, yeah giving their talk, if I have recorded that meeting, they have the opportunity to see it themselves and they can deconstruct it later and I can just tell them, be watching for the way that you move your hand or your head or the fact that you're not smiling when you say this. It's a confusing signal. Yeah. They can go back and see it themselves.
1: All things I need help with. I, I always get tongue-tied and I get words out of order often, but you know, somehow I still manage to get through it. But a coach could really help something we you know all get through can that. Benefit. <laughs> We
0: all can benefit yeah, for from sure. having somebody weigh in.
1: So if you are a coaching, you know, somebody who is an executive, for example, who, you know, maybe they don't necessarily like to be public, you know, a public speaker, but they have to because given the position that they're in or the content that they know, what do you, how do you work with them? What do you say to them? What's your sessions like with them?
0: Well, I think for starters, and I'm sure you do this with your clients as well, you have to appraise their need. What is truly going on underneath the surface? What's their true objective? And once we've debunked that deconstructed it mm-hmm. and figured out what their real mm-hmm. hiccup is, gotcha. then we can customize that coaching according to their specific need. One of the things that I see most commonly though, and this is probably useful for anybody listening, yeah. is I think we are way too married to our slide decks. Uh, and what I mean is that's, that's happening several ways. First of all, people are using it to develop their talk. Right. And that is far too focused on the minutiae So if I could get everybody to just back up from the deck for a minute and think about what's your goal for your presentation and Uh really chart that out in an outline form before you even open any sort of slide presentation software, Mm -hmm. you're going to deliver more effectively right out of the gate. But the other thing that a lot of people do is they use their actual slides, not the presenter notes, but their Uh actual slides as their notes. Oh, boy. And Yikes. that's that's a crutch that mm-hmm. is difficult to get mm-hmm. rid of, but truly it's an impediment to connecting with the yeah. person that you're talking yeah. to. Whether that's one-on-one or to a larger audience of mm-hmm. your colleagues right. or a potential client that you might be pitching to, yeah. being able to yeah. really know what you're gonna say because it's here.
1: Yeah, and it have a it long nailed way. and dialed in. I do uh, mentoring for uh, small business startups or companies that are going to be pitching to either angel investors or qualified mm-hmm. investors. And it's it's really interesting to me to see the slide decks before we, you know, mentor them and then after. And usually they've got as much information as they can possibly yep. cram <laughs> on their slide decks. Like, and when I tell them five words or less, they look at me like I'm crazy, you know, because they're generally speaking, they might be, you know, the inventors or the technical, yeah. you know, ele- just uh, engineer type and, you know, speaking is not their gig but they have to do it because they're the ones who are you know going and asking and you know wanting to pitch for money so mm-hmm. by by telling them you, know, you can't rely on your slide deck what if it doesn't happen what if you're what if you can't sure. have technology then what are you going to say tech
0: can fail
1: absolutely
0: right <laughs> so if you know what you're going to say and i like what you said too ray about just if you know who you're talking to right then you're not gonna be so tied to sharing everything. You're gonna be able to come from a posture of service and really share what's gonna be most beneficial to achieving the objective that you're sharing on. Mm -hmm. So you don't need more than five words on a slide if you really understand the point of that slide. Right. and what the person seeing it needs to hear and understand as a result
1: of it. Yeah. Well, investors want to see a, a, a bar chart of, you know, you're going to start here and you're going to make profits up here, right? <laughs> that might be a good visual aid. But.
0: Sure, that is a great visual aid. And look, it requires no words. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, so starting at the bottom and making like this hockey stick up, you know, for our yeah. podcast listeners. It didn't see my motion of moving up. But I, I also... Um, want to know about your give back initiative uh, to mm-hmm. what you're doing and uh, what what's happening with this. Tell me more about what you said is your give back initiative.
0: My give back is the Idaho Speakers Bureau. I have my coaching practice which mm-hmm. is easy to find online because it's just my name but the Idaho Speakers Bureau is what I wanted to do to give back to our community because mm-hmm. there are event planners all over our state that have events and they need to have speakers at those events and then we've got talent incredible intellect and wisdom a wealth of knowledge that exists right here there's no need to have an event planner pay big money to bring somebody in from outside Mm -hmm. if they know that this talent is here so the idaho speakers bureau exists in order to connect those two parties so i vet all of the speakers for their professionalism, their skill in communicating, the way they interact with me as a pseudo event planner, if you will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And once I see that they're gonna conduct themselves as a professional speaker, then they're green-lighted into membership. And I do that because I want event planners who come and they are, it is free to search the directory. Nice. They can find. They have direct access to each of the speakers. I right. don't gate any mm-hmm. of that because I'm not negotiating the contracts for right. them. Mm-hmm. I don't take any fee for nice. what I do, mm-hmm. and they can then go and see who those speakers are. But if they hire someone, yeah. I want them to have a great experience, and okay. that's why I vet the speakers
1: to make sure that so they're that, the quality and right. the caliber of what you would want or expect if you were to hire them yourself.
0: Right? Exactly. Good.
1: Good. Exactly. And that's what I was. I asked earlier, uh, you know, so how do you know if, you know, any successful connection? She said, no, I, that's not what I do. I don't make money off of it. It's more yep. for to give back. So I yep. think that's amazing. And then the speakers that are listed there, um, I'm sure that they have wonderful things and stories to say as to why yeah. they are a part of it. So that's great.
0: I got an email yeah. just a couple of days ago from a woman who contacted me early in the year and said, I contacted you. I was looking for speakers. You referred me over to CN Sifai who is actually a former TEDx speaker, and she said, "Cian just spoke, and we had our biggest turnout and our best event. And yeah. so it was really gratifying to me, because again, I don't broker those transactions. Right. I don't always even know that they've happened. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so delightful yeah. to hear that they had made that connection and that it really was a win yeah. for all the people, the planner, the audience, mm-hmm. and the speaker.
1: Well, if you have that give first mentality, then you'll receive an abundance without even expectation or anticipation. That's great, I love that. Um, So you had mentioned earlier that there's one of your favorite quotes. Can you you share us and and expand on it a little bit?
0: Right, author Brian Tracy says that your success in business and in life is 85 percent attributable to your ability to communicate and i think that we all understand that whether you're in marketing or finance or engineering it doesn't matter what you're trying to communicate if you can't do it clearly and with some confidence that lets the person hearing what you're saying even if it's in written form if that doesn't come across in such a way that is clear you're not gonna have the impact that you want to have as a professional or just as a person. Because if if I'm misunderstood by you even Mm -hmm. personally, we're not gonna make the connection that we need to make in order to have any sort of a relationship. But professionally speaking, of course, what Brian Tracy's getting at is if you can communicate your ideas well, whether it's on stage in a job interview Mm -hmm. or just talking with a colleague, things are going to go a lot better for you. Or
1: pitching yeah, the idea that you have or, exactly. that. or having a courageous conversation, you
0: yes. know, where,
1: you know, confrontation might be a part of it, but if you can communicate in a way that's clear and mm-hmm. with the understanding and to seek to understand first, right? The, right. the seven habits of highly effective people. <laughs> well yeah, said. Then,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So understanding <laughs> yeah. what the other person needs in that conversation helps right. you really tailor that, and which is, of course, what you do, right? Mm-hmm. Making sure mm-hmm. that your clients understand their audience their right. ideal client mm-hmm. and so being able to message what you're mm-hmm. trying to get across in Absolutely. a way that's I'm sure that you choose words yeah. very carefully oh,
1: yeah. our uh, our mantra is to disrupt connect and inspire mm-hmm so we have to disrupt what they're doing the audience is doing so that we can connect with them yeah. and then inspire them to buy or purchase or build awareness or whatever the case yep. might be for sure but there sure.
0: be something different yeah. as a result of it
1: yeah Okay, so let's wrap up with a few um, public speaking tips that you might give somebody who's about to go on stage and they, Mm. you know, need a little pep talk. What would you tell them? (laughs) Mm.
0: Well, if they're really standing backstage and I got to be there with them, which unfortunately is not always the case. That's why I love working with TEDx Boise because I actually do get to stand in the wings and see them off to the stage. And then when they come off, I get to give them the high five or the hug. But if I'm standing in the wings Mm -hmm. with somebody like that, the first thing I'm going to do is encourage them to trust their presence preparation. because okay. I tell people, rule of thumb, whatever time you spend crafting your content, spend at least as much time rehearsing it. Uh-huh. And if they've done that, then by golly, you can trust your preparation. Right. You're gonna be able to deliver well. And then depending on what their particular angst, if you will, mm-hmm. might be, if they're prone to getting flushed and red mm-hmm. because they're mm-hmm. stressed, one of the best things I can do for them standing in the wings is hand them an ice-cold water bottle. Because nice. something cold, Holding it yeah. pulls all that cold into your system ah. and it's gonna control some of those red flushes. Oh, yeah, so I that's that something you can do. Yeah. But yeah. as it relates to the water, of course, that's helpful. Yeah. One of the things a lot of people struggle with is that dry mouth, mm-hmm. which that's an adrenaline reaction really? if you think about it. Ah. you're If you're nervous and that's the symptom, I think it's because you've engaged a fight, flight, freeze ah. type reaction. And so your body is sending all of your energy into your muscles to get the heck out of Dodge. Right, right. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's so, kind of turned off that part of your brain that's you know allowing you to think with rational thoughts because you just want to get out of there. Yes.
0: <laughs> and you don't need your mouth because you're not going to yeah, eat. If course. you're running for your life, you're not going to eat. So your salivary glands just shut down. Our resources are better spent somewhere else.
1: That makes but a lot of sense. But just
0: helping people recognize that taking a swig of water will help. It's so yeah. acceptable in our culture yeah. today to, right, to interrupt water. and just have a swig of water if that mm-hmm. happens. But mm-hmm. Most importantly, to not get in your head about that. Right. If it happens to you, right. just...
1: It also gives you a moment to think, too. If you get ahead know. of yourself, that's what I'm like, where's my water bottle? I don't really need water right now, but I'm gonna think for a right. minute, you know? So yeah. I think you're right. It gives you that moment to kind of just collect yourself, right? Exactly. Yeah. And Good. I
0: have a client who's. His challenge was not so much that he was nervous immediately when he got on stage, because of course, one of the tactics for that is memorize those first couple of sentences. Right. Not the whole thing, I'm not yeah. a fan of memorizing everything. Right. But if you memorize those first few, then yeah. you'll get on stage, you'll get those out, I'll and then you'll ahead. kind of hit your stride. But nice. for this particular client, who is more likely to feel nervous part way through, ah. we devised a strategy for him that he could kind of plan pit stops over the course of his oh, talk, good. where yeah. he would either get a drink of water, which right. shifted the attention away from him right. by asking a question or uh, polling the audience or asking them to talk to one another so yeah.
1: audience it let engagement him- that's a- great idea to kind of get people involved yeah. and then you don't have to be the one talking the entire time, yeah.
0: right? Well, most of the time people are anxious because yeah. they feel like all of a sudden all these eyes are on them and they're so yeah. stressed about it. And it's this fear of not being able to deliver well. Yeah. So if you can shift the focus away from you for just a couple of seconds, oh, that's
1: a great it day. really helps. Yeah. And
0: so devising a strategy for him.
1: Yeah. yeah. Was, and everybody has their own need yep. and their own strategy.
0: Well, that's, that's the beauty great, yeah. of coaching, right? Yeah, it's yeah. the beauty of the one-on-one relationships yep. you have with your mm-hmm. clients is being able to say, okay, what do you need? Yeah. What do we know? And how right. can we bring that to bear so that you actually can perform the best you possibly can? Yeah.
1: And you've, you've done some corporate coaching too, yeah. right? You, you mentioned some pretty big name clients. Right. I have. worked Are with a gal
0: who, yes, I worked with a gal who was speaking at Creative Mornings. She happens okay. to also work for Google. So that was a really right. neat opportunity, but one that was, more recent was that I had eight speakers who were speaking at Oracle Open World. Right. So being able to talk with all of them, regardless mm-hmm. of where they were in location, largely engineers right. giving technical presentations, but coaching them in a way that they could right. deliver, yeah. regardless of who was in the audience, whether it was a colleague that was truly technical or a higher up that was interested in the product. Mm-hmm. So being able to work with all of them, wherever they were, and yeah. the beauty of Coaching, again, is this idea of you pick somebody up right where they are yeah. and you deliver them as close to or at the destination right. that they desire to go to. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, we, we have experience in, in Oracle, we, we've we been able to create their pitch decks for them. So nice. we're the ones that are taking all those technical words and making them visual and dropping all of the... <laughs> fantastic! <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. So we, we have been able to, to experience those pitch decks that we have yeah. to, you know, sometimes we get to have, anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I understand, <laughs> right. but that's great. And, and so, yeah, like you said, I mean, you know, we worked with them in Boston and Chicago mm-hmm. and you know, the Bay Area, London. I mean, I think at one time on one conversation we had five different time zones that we had to like come to be able oh, to. Oh yeah. Do. But <laughs> hopefully, you were just able to coach one on one with them, right. or did you have them all together? There were a
0: couple of speaking duos okay. that were in different geographic locations, but. Uh-huh. They're used to collaborating together, yeah, so okay, being good. able to sync their times and then right. I could just jump oh, in cool. on that. So they so were all on one work.
1: Zoom call all together, yeah. as if they were going to be at Oracle Open all together. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah, very it was cool. Really fun.
0: Yeah,
1: and then you said um, you had some other clients that you you actually went and traveled, right? Didn't you, or maybe. Well, maybe it was just. Soon I through. don't
0: usually get to see my yeah, clients okay. deliver with the exception uh, of TEDx Boise. I, gotcha, I would love I gotcha, to have been right? able to do that at Oracle yeah. Open World when you know yeah. that you're going to see eight different people that you've been right. involved in. That would have been fantastic. Right. just didn't work Maybe out they this get time. Your,
1: the recording to you so you could see what you're doing. Right. If, you know, sort if, of your if labor, they are right?
0: recorded, that would be really <laughs> yeah. fun. But it yeah. does feel like yeah. you
1: helped shape right. something
0: and watch somebody grow from point A to point B yeah. and helping yeah. them make those strides. It's so cool. really gratifying when I can see Right, them.
1: for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, same if, if we, you know, have these owners pitch and then they get funded, that's always mm-hmm. a good thing, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that is a good thing. They've actually literally bought into the idea, <laughs> yes. you know, and I yes. think that's great. Exactly. Well, um, the other thing that I wanted to talk to you about that you mentioned is kind of a hot topic these days is how do we communicate with executives?
0: Yeah. More and more companies are investing in their employees' Mm -hmm. ability to communicate up to those higher offices, and I think the truest breakdown in communicating to that level is a misunderstanding of what they care the most about and how expediently they need to be able to make that decision. So speaking to an executive and coaching someone to do that really involves distilling Mm -hmm. to the most basic but compelling piece. So they don't get
1: intimidated, right? I mean, that's kind of the idea is that sometimes employees won't talk to their executives because they feel intimidated. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So then we're dealing with kind of that stage fright, Mm -hmm. performance anxiety piece of it, and we can do that. But I think it has to start fundamentally with what do they need to know because I'm such a believer in that you have to start with what does my audience need. Mm -hmm. And so No presentation will be effective if you don't understand that, but if you do, your odds of success just skyrocket. So then if you feel good about what you know you need to say, Mm -hmm. then being able to get to where you can articulate it very succinctly (laughs) with just the right pieces of information. People often talk back to TEDx talks. You're allowed 18 minutes, but we really stress the point that you shouldn't take a minute or even a second longer than is necessary to communicate oh. your idea, oh. and I think that's true in every communication yeah. that we should do. Yeah. So even if it's pitching, yeah, to a prospective mm-hmm. client or mm-hmm. an investor, or it's communicating up to your C-suite, mm-hmm. being able to really understand what needs to be said and not taking a second or a word longer right. than is necessary, because mm-hmm.
1: that time is precious. Right. And we've done uh, those disc assessments, you know. Uh, Dominant, influential, supportive, Mm -hmm. communicative, or you know, there's Mm Myers-Briggs, there's Strength Finders, all these ones. And um, part of the test is said, how best to communicate with me, Mm -hmm. and then how best to communicate with each type of person that you have. And definitely one of them was, don't waste my time, (laughs) right? No matter what type you are, no matter what type, don't waste my time. Just spit it out. Tell me what you need to, you know, get to the point. Get be direct, right? Uh, And I love everything in writing, just all the different Mm -hmm. things that that people do, but. uh, Mm Yeah. Anyway, so so, tell me, uh, where can people find out more information about you and uh, the web addresses that uh, they can get to you? How do they find you?
0: Sure. KirstenHolmberg.com, which is K-I-R-S-T-E-N-H-O-L-M-B-E-R-G. There's so many different variations yeah. on that name that it's yeah. so hard to spell. So KirstenHolmberg.com and then IdahoSpeakersBureau.org. Pretty easy to find, I know everybody can spell that without my coaching of them, so. Right,
1: yeah. (laughs) Bureau. That might be a little now. And that's (laughs) where, again,
0: I just want more people to know Mm -hmm. that that's Mm -hmm. a resource to find great speakers, and if you are a subject matter expert, those are the people I want to tap and offer up to the event planners in our area. So those are the places to find me.
1: Okay, one more question. If you engage with somebody to coach, how long does it usually take for, for the coaching sessions? Are you, is it like a one and done, or is it ongoing? What do you normally do? It
0: depends on what they need, again, which I I don't mean to be evasive in any way, shape, or form, but depending on what they come in looking for, somebody who's dealing with some anxiety, that probably is going to take three Uh, sessions-ish, because we need to harness what they're already good at, identify those skills and talents, figure out how to leverage them for this, reframe their thinking around it, and that that takes a little bit more time. My sessions are about an hour, but being able to accomplish something in about three hours, Mm -hmm. that's... Okay. A pretty quick return. Okay. If somebody's coming in and they already have their idea, their talk written, they've already got their slide deck and they really just want to work on mm-hmm. help me polish this. There you go. Show me how to make sure I'm using my gestures and the Mm -hmm. space effectively, Mm -hmm. that might not take more than one. So it really varies according to the client's goals and where they're starting, but it doesn't have to be invasive. What's fun is when clients resurface because they've got another gig coming up and they just knew it was so helpful to have. As a coach, I kind of get to be that mirror. Hey, did you see that you were doing this? And showing that to them. And that's useful anytime you're having an engagement that you're preparing for. Oh,
1: good. I lied, one more question. Go for it. Okay. Why do you do what you do, and where do you see yourself in five years? That was two questions. That
0: was two. I wasn't <laughs> counting. Why do you <laughs> do what you, what you do,
1: yeah, and and uh, where do you see yourself in five years?
0: I do what I do because, A, most people want to be better at public speaking, so I see an opportunity to leverage my experience for their benefit, so being able to help people is really significant, and I do it as a speaking coach as opposed to ghostwriting and editing because I really enjoy the interaction a whole right. lot more, so that's truly enjoyable to me. I love the opportunity to make somebody else shine. That just tickles me. In the space of five years, my nest will be empty, oh. and I don't know what that chapter will truly look like, but I see myself doing all the same okay, types sure. of things. I'm really, I've am really, i been able to craft a life that I love, Good. and I'm not anxious for any of it to change, to be honest. Ah. So if I can just continue to work with fascinating speakers who have great ideas and they want to get better at that, I could do that till the cows came home.
1: Yeah, very good, very good. Well, thank you for joining us on the Marketing Expedition webinar and podcast Thanks series. you are having me. Absolutely. And uh, we'll have this out in our usual ways. But uh, hopefully you can join us every second Thursday live on the Marketing Expedition webinars that we have, as well as go to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast. All right. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Find more online at peppershock.com.